Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. I'm, my name's Connor McKenna. I'm Rebecca Hart. I nearly got my intros mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, recorded three times today, including today, so it's a wild ride, baby. Um, yeah, uh, so we're back after episode 100. Uh, thanks everyone for your emails and feedback. Lol! Uh, for 100. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we're back to covering Contagion. So, Contagion 4 came out this week, but we're just going to be covering 2 and 3 today, or tonight. Yeah. And next week we'll be doing 4 and 5, which will finish off the event. Um, so, yeah, because it's weekly, so, you know. Yes, so uh, it'll be done by Halloween. Yeah. Just. And then after <laughs> that we'll be moving on to the Iron Fist portions of the Lethal Protectors tie-in event for yeah, Absolute Carnage. Uh, yeah. Um, because in case anyone doesn't know it, this week's issue was fairly Iron Fist heavy. Yeah. So get it if you're not getting it and you're collecting Iron Fist stuff. Which is good news, so yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll do our best not to spoil anything. Yes, because... But like we're one issue ahead of Contagion and we've read the absolute solo. We'll just... I'm going to try really hard and apologies if anything slips through, but it won't be big. Yeah. Um, yeah, because not much really happens in issue four anyway, so... Like, well, aside from... There's, like, a plan, but we won't spoil the plan. No. Um, and other than that, like, yeah, nothing really happens, yeah. so... Um, yeah, Contagion 2, awesome cover. You know, classic Power Man and Iron Fist taking it to the streets again, except instead of robots or just general thugs, they're fighting zombies. I don't know, I um, think Danny's got a really weird waist twister... It's like the fact you can see his waist and his box in the same shot. It's very disconcerting. And that's another cover ruin for me. So. <laughs> you guys notice weird things that I never really pick up on these covers. Okay, it's only because um, I'm staring at it now. Generally, if I'm looking at it from a distance, I don't see it so much. But it looks it um, looks like a really weird twist. Yeah, I'm staring now. So, yeah. You see what I mean? Thanks for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can always count on me to look at the parts. Yeah. Uh, but I'm they're on for. they're on Yancey Street, fighting yep. you know zombies or infected need. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we cut to uh, Danny and Sparrow are on the streets after she probably told him that hey, crazy Kunlun apocalypse happening. So they've taken to the streets. They've started beating up zombies. Yeah. Um. <laughs> as you do. Uh, <laughs> I think I think the art's quite good here. I like. Yeah. Danny's back in a massive collar. Definitely massive collar, pointy as well, but it looks alien. Super which pointy. Is nice, you know. Two criminals. Yeah. Man, give Iron Fist an ongoing. Do it. <laughs> I want to read more about, you know, like Iron Fist is finally the proper champion of Kunlun now. Let's have a series where he's like doing his job and protecting Kunlun from threats and stuff. You know, that'd be cool. Um, let's no, let's do it. And he reports to Sparrow because she's like the UT. She's like, "Are yep. you doing your job?" Yep. There's no zombies devouring Kunlun today, so 
<laughs> Poor Lei Kung, though, right? Right, I miss him. I, I kind of him. thought he was going to come back, right? But yeah, no. But you know, he had a, at least it's moving on. So yeah, he had a good run. Um, yeah, I guess with I guess it's kind of not like um, the bigger it characters. Like, it doesn't feel like a shoehorn change. It feels like it, you know, like we you miss the old character, but I sometimes think it's better not to sort of keep them going if you want to move on. Yeah, I'm, I'm and if, just... you, if you can't change too much status quo with the main characters, then doing it around some of their surrounding cast is fine. And I really like Sparrow, so that yeah. helps. You know, like if they if it had just been someone I didn't or was just like um, exactly the same as Lei Kung, but you know, then I think I'd be like, why bother? Yeah, but I like I think they established her enough for you to like her. Yeah, before it, it all went down. So, and uh. Kristen's made her even more likable with his run. Definitely, well. definitely, yeah. Um, I think he's um he's done really good things for Iron Fist. So he has, yeah. Uh, we heard Kristen with that, so now he is hopefully going to do the same thing for all those flameheads out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who like from I wasn't huge on the first issue of Ghost Rider, but like Ghost Rider fans are really big on that issue. So okay, good because I like him a lot, and I think he's like I said, I think he's done great things for Iron Fist. So. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, specifically, like, because uh, obviously I'm a Ghost Rider fan, but specifically, like, on the Danny Ketch side of things. Yeah. Um, they're doing a lot with that, which is good. I was a bit lost, so, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I like how the Iron Fist mythos is developing. He's not like a lot of other big two characters that kind of have a sort of hovering status quo that seems to revert itself a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did for a while, but I I like that now it's moving on and trying to sort of yeah. get him back to a place where they can use him and he can keep going and he's not just Luke's sidekick or... Yeah, and as long as he stays the Iron Fist, because, you know, yeah. I don't want to lose him I mean, at oh. I don't want to lose him either. I can see a time where it would I could, but I don't know. I think he's still got a lot of life in him in terms of character and stuff. And, you know, him having him mentoring Pei is, is quite a nice... Like, I like her as well, so I like... I want them to develop more before we ever lost him. Yeah, lost and, him. I mean... But, like, yeah, the, the big reason I like Iron Fist, like, I like the mythos, but without Danny Rand, I probably wouldn't read it, you know? Um, I think it's always... I mean, like, I don't, I don't like the characters being stuck in stasis for too long. Um, you know, to the point where I go, like, why aren't they aging? Um, but, the, like, they are superheroes, you know? Like, no, they it's... are, but they are, and, like, I, uh, this is what I'm saying, it can happen, like, 30-odd years down the line, but I think he's at a point, I mean, like, I think he's got a lot more life in him before I ever started to worry about that. Yeah, I mean, but if I there's two Iron Fists... Yeah. yeah, I can see it happening, which worries me, but, like, if there's two Iron Fists, it's fine, I just don't want to get killed off. You know, I don't some think should, like, worry about to. things before they have before it happens. That's what worrying is. <laughs> well, like the, yeah, but maybe usually it's got some indication that it would happen. I don't yeah, it we're just too much. we're in tumultuous times. I don't want some writer who comes along who doesn't like Danny just killing him off so they can put in another Iron Fist. You know what I mean? Um, I mean it's fair, but like I just we'd, we'd have to get an Iron Fist comic first. So I think like you know. Baby steps. When they announce an Iron Fist comic with someone that I don't like writing it, then maybe I'll start yeah. worrying. 
Yeah. Yeah. And not when they. If they announce one with someone I don't like writing it. It makes it sound like I assume whoever's going to be writing it is somebody I won't like. So I'm just sort of putting out that. The language is a bit off there. So yes, if they announce one with somebody I hated writing it or didn't trust, then I would have concerns about that. But right now, yeah, I think uh, there's no signs that they... Like the fact they had the comic with him and Pei... Like, and he didn't me, get replaced. In that. And he didn't get replaced. Yeah. I mean, I think that they at least would like her to become an adult, which gives him quite a while. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I guess I'm, I'm coming off Last Sons of Krypton, where Superman's son has been aged up considerably in a short amount of time and is replacing him as Superman. Um, right, so if Bender started writing Iron Fist, I'd start having... Oh, my God. Concern, I right? like, so, I would... Like, I'm just saying. Like, I'd have to start taking blood pressure medication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was about writers I don't fully trust, but until they announce a team, then you know, because there are writers I would definitely have concerns over. Mm. Um, but uh, Brisson's not but one until of them. We, uh, no, Brisson's not one of them, and and there's there's very few. I mean, and I hope uh, that should always be the way. There's only like one or two that would be a big red flag. <laughs> yeah. But I could see a time where there would be one that if if the, if one came on who was a big red flag. Then I yeah I'd be totally up with you worrying about it, but I think stage one is get an Iron Fist comic announced. Yeah. Staged or or a team where he's in that's got a regular comic. Stage two would be like who's the creative team and then and go from that. I'd write Iron Fist. I'm just saying. Right, but you have to like be a writer first. <laughs> I write stuff. I'm just I don't okay, have published like, works. Okay, um, but you know you know what I mean. Like if I was offered. To write Iron Fist or Superman, I would probably choose Iron Fist. Um, unless, really? Oh, I don't think you <laughs> really? No, I would. I've I've thought about this a lot. There's like, there are stories. Of like, there's a lot of good Superman stories. If I tell a Superman story, I'm not confident that I'm going to be like, you know. But if I tell an Iron Fist story, there's specific stuff I want to do with Iron Fist. Like, if I wrote a Superman story, I would just write a horror story, <laughs> you know. So, um, but yeah. You could write a horror story for Superman. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But uh, of course, no. Maybe I can write both, right? Yeah, that'll yeah, happen. Do both. Why, why, why limit yourself? That'll totally happen. How would you feel about Tom King on Iron Fist? Uh, well, number one, he's DC exclusive. Oh well, if can just I, you know, this is I, obviously. Can I sidestep that issue? Okay. Um, I would be tentatively okay yeah i i think it'd be a good fit honestly although he's because he's very bad at writing women in my opinion and therefore would probably probably steer clear from at least the replacement issue but i would have concerns about a few things yeah hmm. yeah i don't think his dialogue is always great and it's very repetitive and um, I, I don't think he'd want to write Iron Fist, so I'm actually not worried. But if he did, yeah. I'd, I'd read it's it It's obviously hypothetical. Like, I've, yeah. uh, the only Tom King I've read is one really bad Christmas special, uh, one really good Superman short, and uh, Heroes in Crisis, which is pretty awful. Oh, and that good Green Lantern story, actually. So, man, like, 50-50 split for me, for his writing. <laughs> uh, like, I've read Sheriff of Babylon, Amiga Man, Vision, Loved. So a lot. Grayson yeah. loved. Uh, I hated his Christmas story that he won the Eisner for. 
I've loved some of his Batman and I've hated some of his Batman. I hated what I read of Heroes in Crisis and Miracle Man. I'm literally down the middle of the road with. Yeah. I loved some of it and I hated some of it and I thought the pacing was bad. Um, but it had some. It was interesting to a certain point. So yeah, I'm like I'm not I I'm not I'm not a king hater. I just I find the stuff I've liked of his has been the furthest in the past. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I have concerns going forward because I don't seem to be gelling as much with what he's writing now as what he was writing five years ago. Yeah. So any any new announcement, and I'll probably you know have a look at Adam Strange. But um, I'll possibly just trade by it. So it's not that I, I, I would never discount him because some of the stuff he's written is some of my favorite stuff. I, yeah, I just, I mean, luckily it's totally hypothetical because he's DC. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people who would write Iron Fist are like Iron Fist fans already. Like obviously mm-hmm. Brisson was and stuff. Um, I guess in recent memory, the person. Like, Clay McLeod Chapman was new to the character when he wrote him, but I think he's, like, the only person I can think of that was new. And he still did a good job with the character. Anyway, he did a so. great job, yeah. In fact, I would take him writing an Iron Fist thing, but it would oh, obviously yeah, be totally. horror. <laughs> well, I think I think there's lots of people that we, we would like to see do it. Um, I was just thinking on the other side, like, who would be... And I don't really know if I want to name people that I'd be worried about, because it seems a bit of a shitty thing to do. Um like uh well i did that on um wild sons of krypton (laughs) like who i don't want on superman um well it's fair enough it's just like i think it's because superman's always going to be an ongoing title yeah so i'm not i'm not i wouldn't say that you're wrong to do that it's just you know there's always going to be a superman comic i'm just saying like before i start worrying what's happening with iron fist i'll see what's happening with Iron Fist. You know, so I'll see if, yeah. if there's a comic. No, that, then, that makes sense. Yeah. You know me, I worry a lot about hypothetical no, things, uh, which always come fine. true. No. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, is that once you sort of speak them into existence, <laughs> yeah. I'm unwilling to do that with Iron Fist. I, th- I honestly think he's safe as Danny for quite a while. I'm, um, I'm glad No. that you think that, because it gives me hope too. Um, <laughs> but... uh. Anyway, back to the issue, off that big tangent, which was started yeah. by me, and I continued to feed it as well. Um, <laughs> but um, So, uh, Everloving Blue-Eyed Thing comes out of the subway, carrying uh, the other fanta- members of the Fantastic Four, who have all, like, spores growing out of them, because uh, Danny's like, we need to find, like, a, you know... Oh, I can't... Like we have to take them to read. And <laughs> he's like, no... It's like, I can't beat this by punching. This is, like, a weird yeah. virus. So... Yeah, Reed's incapacitated, and we find out the name of Patient Zero is the Urchin. Yes, and we find out... Is this where we find out more about him? Uh, we don't... Uh, I don't no, think we, not yet. Oh, we find out more about... Oh, okay, I, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. Holy doodle, look at Iron Fist's collar in that bottom panel. I know. <laughs> it, <laughs> It's a symbiote. It feels like it's going to go haywire and start stabbing people. Um, it should. It wants to. Yeah. In fact, what what Mr. Chatwood said, they should totally do like an Iron Fist tie in an absolute carnage where it turns out his suit is a symbiote. Like, why Maybe, not, right? Maybe, but I think <laughs> because of my, there's a lot going on in absolute carnage. Yeah. I've, I've, I've gathered. Everyone's there's so many tie-ins. There's just a lot of tie-ins and stuff. And... Yeah. 
Um, yep, so, uh, the, the thing's telling them, uh, Sparrow and Iron Fist just to stay there and keep an eye out for the urchin, and the thing's gone off to get more help. Yeah. Um, and that's, and then you see some of the civilian reaction, the people being sent off to hospital. You know what's funny? Sorry. Uh, Danny's like, please tell me you've got hazmat suits on those ambulances. Yeah. So Danny knows that they should wear hazmat suits, but not Reed Richards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, Danny has just had it a little bit of explained to him, but Reed should have been wearing one anyway. So totally, that's, yeah. Yeah, so you see it in hospital, and you see a little one of the girls, no, a guy, um, has got a bit of the contagion on them. So even though they think they're safe, the hospital's about to... Go. Oh, it's about to get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, it's about to get wrecked. And then we have a fun scene. Jessica and Luke in bed, and it's 3 a.m., <laughs> and the phone goes. Yeah, you know who's <laughs> calling it 3 a.m.? The only person who ever yeah. calls you at 3 a.m. Yeah, which is such a nice interaction, because she's not mad, but she does say, like, oh, but he does say it better be a matter of life or death, Danny. Like, he knows. He answers the phone and says, Danny, this better be a matter of life or death. Yeah. And I like that kind of, like, she's not mad, which is, like, is a nice continuation of that characterization that she's kind of cool, you know, from that moment where she was mad at him. And uh, Danny's like, would I call you at 3am if it wasn't a matter of life or death? And Luke's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Misty won't talk to me. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, when he wanted a taco but didn't want to eat alone. <laughs> yeah. So, aside from Danny needing more friends, where are the immortal weapons? Um, mm, good question. It's a question we ask, like, every Iron Fist run after. Because <laughs> yeah. they just, they're there and they're just not used. Yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, so Danny's given the lowdown. Hey, Fantastic Four being taken out by some weird virus that's spreading through all of Manhattan. Needs backup, so he calls Luke Cage. And that's where Luke's properly awake. The minute he says it's taken out the the better looking three members of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> wow. That's the kind of quipping I like from Danny. I think it's In kind of mean, as... but. No, I think it's really funny. It's, 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 I think it's quite funny. But it's the same as like with Luke teasing him about the 3am phone calls. It's kind of bantery nice. Yeah. Um, it's not sort of trying to be Spider-Man banter. So Luke's run off and... He puts his shirt on, so we still get shirtless Luke. She's like, hey, this seems to be at the Fantastic Four. I'm coming with you. And Luke's like, no... Um... You know, watch out. You're going to stay home and look after the child. Oh, Luke, you're so uh, liberated. Well, Luke's the one who got called, so... To be fair, Luke's probably slightly better in a hand-to-hand situation because of his uh, impervious skin. I mean, who's, like... Obviously, he's, like, more invulnerable than her, but I'm assuming he's stronger than her as well. He is. He's he's stronger than her, but she also can fly a bit. Or hover. Yeah, her weird sort of undefined power yeah. set. Um, yeah, so uh, Doctor Strange is there with uh, trying to one-up Danny on his collar. Uh, uh, his collar's fantastic too. This is why we need a Doctor Strange and Iron Fist team book. Just like We'd, every see, that would be great, and like um, their their cloaks could fight, their collars could fight. Every amazing. issue, like the collars just grow bigger. Yeah. <laughs> or change shape. Like they're trying a new stupid outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's examining them. He's a uh, ancient magic. 
it's spread through their bodies, through their organs. It's trying to use them as a food source, maybe. And he's saying if he tries to remove it, it will kill them in the process. So, you know, super virus. Um, and so uh, he says he's... Uh, Doctor Strange says he's familiar with Kunlun mysticism, but uh, this doesn't line up with anything he's seen, and it seems older than Kunlun himself. Uh, itself, sorry. Which is like... Yeah. You know, adds to the mystery. Um, so, like, we know the High Lithi or whatever are older than the city of Kunlun, but, like, I'm assuming he considers them a part of Kunlun, because he's interacted with them before. I imagine he at least knows they're connected. And Mr. Briston's so, been pretty good with continuity, so... Uh, can I just say one thing? Going back to your Doctor Strange Iron Fist team-up, we could totally deal with the IF Agamotto thing. Yes, first arc. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, you might be still be possessed. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of forgot to bring it up in all these, you know, interim years. They were, look, uh, to be fair, they're always fighting a baddie, so... Yeah. Well, it, and the white costume is when, like, the white costume meant he was possessed, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe once he's ditched the white costume, he's not possessed anymore. Yeah, maybe. That's why they need me. Look, we need to get some of my writings published, which are okay. about to be written. Let me tell you all about the places where fanfic is published. Oh, no. <laughs> Very popular. Yeah. Won, won, won a Hugo Award this year, so. Wait, really? Yep. Wow. So, um. Anyway, so vomiting, explore. He's yeah. <laughs> he's he's got the um, not in stasis, but he's got the bodies kind of. So he's not being infected by them somehow. But anyway, yeah. and go back to Yancey Street, and they are in hazmat suits, not the supers, the norms. Yeah, and they are evacuating oh. the area. And Doctor Strange mentioned he needs a sample of fungus fungus from the host. Yeah. Uh, and he also says he'll call the Avengers along the way. Yeah. Because you've got to wonder why haven't they called... I mean, they talk about calling the Avengers, but this is the first time we've actually had somebody say, I'm going to do it now. Yeah. And it's, and it's interesting what happens with that. So, um, But anyway, one of the guys in the hazmat suits comes across someone who's infected. Who He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that guy in the hazmat suits me um, yeah. if I was in this event. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's infected or eaten. I don't know. Um, Danny's collar is getting twitching. Yeah, his spidey sense is tingling. <laughs> Did you hear that? I got ears, don't I? Like, it's just yeah. this huge scream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so Sparrow knows it's the urchin, and Luke, Danny, and Sparrow run off to. And uh, here you get the brief summary of who she, who he is. Uh, it was a living weapon created by the Hill Three, I'm going to say. I have no idea how they're pronounced. To wipe out our people when we first settled in Kunlun. So whenever Kunlun first got settled, the plant people created a living weapon. If they weren't happy, and they're still not happy that Kunlun got I mean, settled. who would be happy, really? That's true, but it's not like it's a big chunk. of. No, and also know. they seem to thrive all right with Kunlun there. So it's not like they've been... But who knows? You know, but like, they're also it evil. A, it is a colonialist <laughs> story in part. Yeah, yeah, they are also Swamp evil. Thing crossover. He needs to commune with them. Tell them to chill out. We um, can have Man-Thing. Have you seen Man-Thing's turning into Man-Slaughter next year? Wait, really? I don't want to think of... Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, 
It's like, of all the new things that got announced, manslaughter is making me giggle every time. It oh looks terrible. God. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Everyone into man thing, big gun and man thing, beautiful. It will always make me giggle. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm I'm happy that a lesser character's getting some love. Always, but um, yeah. I mean, and you know what? The some th- sometimes we laugh at these things, and they actually end up being great. Yeah. So um, you know, like I'm not. It it does make me giggle, but I'm not saying it can't be good. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, if you are a fan of it, then it's pretty exciting that he's gonna be up front and centre of something. Yeah. So. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, they're now, running around the subway, right? Oh, yeah, and I'm just wondering, like, because Doctor Strange, he says it's older than Kunlun, and she said, uh, first settled Kunlun, so maybe Kunlun's referring to the city, so if it's older than Kunlun, maybe it's plant people. I don't know, but we will find out next week, which will be nice, you know. Um, but yeah, we're at the Avengers. Avengers Mountain in the North Pole, so that's a thing now, apparently. Because um, obviously I do not keep track of Avengers at all, so now they're on like yeah. a mountain in the North Pole. They're, hey, they're that's rough. Superman's home. Um. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the North Pole, but it's definitely in a mountain. Oh, it does say yeah. in the North Pole. Yeah, they're definitely in a mountain now. So they got uh, they Superman are, to the right took, and Santa Claus to the a, left. They, well, they took what it is is they took down a celestial, and uh, they're kind of living in its yeah. body, in its yeah. head. It looks pretty frozen. Yeah. Um, oh, because it's in the North Pole, but that's where they have to take it down. So. Yeah. So, uh, here are the Avengers, um, the the A list heavy hitters. Um, you know, I mean, like, well, Fantastic Four are as heavy hitters, and you know, uh, Danny can certainly be classified. You know, like if he was popular, he'd easily be justifiably on the Avengers, if you know what I mean. Well, he has um, been before, so... You that's know. true. I mean, everyone has. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying is... the other. I mean, the other interesting thing is that they are... This Avengers run, they're keeping a certain core and they're bringing, like, um... They're bringing guests. Like, guests for, like, arcs. So, um... Okay. They've had... Go- um, they've had Blade is currently there with them. But before that, it was someone else. So, um... I mean, it's not inconceivable that... Danny will be there at some point. Yeah. Because um, I guess we talked about it a bit last issue, so, like, some of these D-lister heroes, you know, they are powerful enough to tangle in the big events, but they just don't, because, you know, they're D-list heroes, so... Um. Uh, where was I? Oh, uh, yeah, so Doctor Strange is filling them in, and yeah, he's essentially saying, just keeping them yeah. up to date. And they're, like, saying they want to come, and they were like, no, you shouldn't come. Because yeah, that would be a bad idea. We don't need the four idea running of, around. The <laughs> idea of you guys being absorbed by him, not good. Yeah. So at least we do get some brains here and a decent reason why the Avengers can't be on the streets fighting. Because, you know, like, for all we say, you know, uh, yeah, Danny is really powerful, but, like, if they had, you know, if Captain Marvel gets... Captain Marvel and Thor and Black Panther get zapped... Well, Thor's uh, a god, so that wouldn't be good for anyone. And Captain Marvel's, like, power level. Yeah, god, cosmic. God-like, um, so, yeah, um, so, yeah, I mean... Plus, they, they, like, they can't do anything. They're not... But the nice know, this thing is, like, is a they mystic do, job. They do, um, they do, send, they do send, say, will Tony go help with this sort of tech stuff and, you know, see if we can find some of the... 
So that's kind of good. It's not like they're all like just going to sit there doing. Yeah. Sorry for the swearing. That's more um, evident for me. Um. <laughs> sorry, that's why I'm saying sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. They're not doing sitting there doing nothing at all. But um, Tony's going to put some satellites out. He's going to see if they can find a heat signature to um, to do support that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I quite like that because it's like often you see characters kind of rushing into things like we've seen with the Fantastic Four and getting and, infected. Uh, yeah. And getting and and this is kind of sensible. Like no, we've seen it happen once. Please let's not again. Yeah. Um. So we we cut to the uh, streets, Yancey Street. Yep, and there's just a yeah big brawl going on. Uh, Power Man and Iron Fist uh, and Sparrow are taking on a bunch of gross, fungi people. Um, (laughs) It's one of my favourite type of virus infections. Is like the gross fungus stuff because it's you know gross. Uh, Yeah, I like all the puking and spores and. Uh, and Dr. Strange is going to put a barrier up, which seems to be the first thing he should have done. And yeah. uh, they say they need um, they need Ben to knock out the urchins so they can get a sample. Yeah. And we get a lovely it's clobbering time. I love that thing is in this a lot because he's made of rock. So <laughs> Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, Perfect. he's cool. I love that he's wearing boots as well. So. <laughs> I remember in Marvel, the, the old Marvel Heroes game, which is kind of like the online Diablo game, I played it a lot, and like the thing default costume was just kind of wearing underpants, um, kind of like this, just shorts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like you had random boxes where you could get like a random costume, and one of the things co- one of the things costume was just like these long pants. And yeah. It was like an urban legend that like the thing pants were like the highest drop rate. <laughs> <laughs> and like you always got thing pants like every one in three boxes it was really annoying That's you so had so funny. many thing pants running around it's like they're not, it's not even a good costume they're just long pants <laughs> so, yeah anyway um but he goes to clobber him and he said he gets punched yeah. um by the urchin and who takes down the thing but in terms of like knocking him down not as in actually taking him out yeah <laughs> so we, we got cloak and dagger coming on the scene uh, yep. rest and pepperoni TV show. I feel bad for fans of Cloak and Dagger. Hopefully, it doesn't end Which, on a it cliffhanger. It was actually a really good show. So, do you know what? Everyone, I I was pleasantly surprised by it. If you so, like Cloak and it's quite a different take on it, but I think they did it really well. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't end on a cliffhanger and they get some closure. Yeah, I hope they don't either. Um, especially after they had the nice crossover with the Runaways TV show. Okay. Which is pretty cool. So, but yeah, so Cloak and Dagger come, hooray! Yeah, and uh, they're, I haven't they're... seen them in a while either. So, so there's a barrier, and uh, Cloak absorbs patient uh, the urchin, and yep. uh, we can all figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it was, yeah. a, it was a pretty decent plan. Yeah, uh, Cloak does job though. Um, yeah. But before that happens, uh. You know, Doctor Strange's like, we have to figure out how to undo everything the urchin has done. We need to get Cloak back to the Sanctum Sanctorum to safely extract him. Yeah. And uh, the other four are going to stay there to keep everything clear. And Sparrow, Sparrow with, you know, he, he wants her insight on Kunlun and stuff like that. But, yeah. uh, blah, um. <laughs> yeah, but Cloak can't hold it in and... 
out comes the urchin and he grabs Cloak and Luke by the throats. Yep, so Luke and is... you know uh, what's happened now. Ba- and ba- uh, Luke gets infected, which I did see coming. Yeah. Um, he's like, he's calling up Luke. It's like, well, there, there's the tank of the group is going to get infected now. Um, yeah. yeah, and the previous Iron Fist, the Phantom Limb, he got uh, infected in that too. Well, that was grosser, I guess. But Yeah. Um, you know, when you think about it, like, when Power Man drags Iron Fist into stuff, yeah, it's hectic, but when Iron Fist drags Power Man into stuff, like, some horrible things start happening. You know, yeah. he's had to go to Kamun, he's being possessed through the mouth by a demon. Um, now he's, like, infected by a fungal virus. But it's a nice, um, it's a nice differential between the thing who, and, and Luke, and who are both these impervious skin guys, but because the thing is rock, it doesn't work with him, but it does with it. It's another of those, you know, like when we're talking about, we talk about it quite quite often actually about all the ways that you can take Luke out or damage Luke without actually penetrating his skin. And here's another one. Judas bullets. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Um, And so, and he also goes for strange yeah, and he gets strange. Yeah. Um, so you got mid some casting fair power a spell. In there. Yeah. And as Danny says on the final page, this oh, is bad. This is bad. And I love the. This seems like a real sort of seventies comic thing, right? He's right. Find yeah. out how bad next week. I love it. It's like it's so much nicer than to be continued. Yeah. To like reference what the characters actually said. Well, so. Uh... And th- oh, sorry. Go on. No, I was just saying, um, we haven't really mentioned the art in the issue much, and it's very good. <laughs> yeah. So, part, we've talked a lot about collars and cloaks, but, um, you know, even Dagger, even Cloak has quite, uh, Dagger has quite a nice little uh, collar going on there a bit earlier on. Yeah. She can maybe be invited to the collar off. So, uh, I feel like, uh, I don't know if Doctor Strange would get infected that easily, but it wasn't as bad as, like, the Fantastic Four. Thing. Yes, um, and and I'm just fair, saying that because Doctor Strange is brokenly overpowered. They thought, they thought <laughs> yeah, well, they thought that Cloak had um, contained the damp, the risk at least. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So uh, that was issue two. I really enjoyed yep. issue two. Yep. Uh, definitely moving it along. We got the actual origin from Sparrow. Everyone's still being useful. Lovely yep. interaction. Out of the four issues so far, I'd say it's my favourite. Agreed. I think it's that perfect spot in the story. Yeah. Um, Artwork's really great as well. Yeah. Um, You know, and I guess Doctor Strange is like, yeah, you know, may as well take him out because he's super powerful, but I don't know, I think he could have gotten away with... But I guess uh, Ed Brisson did want to bring in a certain character, which we will see uh, (laughs) next issue, I guess, So, which may require Doctor Strange to be off the table. Now, uh, people might be wondering why I am so hard on Deceased, but I'm not hard on this. That's because, like, Deceased is trying to be, like, this kind of deep art, like, book that's trying to come off as art and stuff, and it's taking itself very seriously, but this is, like... It's taking itself seriously, but it's a lot more fun. I and think for me, it's, like, from what I've read of Deceased, which was the first issue... And from like what I've seen people talking about it is well, I tell you what put me off deceased. It was actually some of the narrative on Twitter, some of the marketing was like, "Ooh, guess who's going to die next?" 
And it's just I'm so sick of guess who's going to die next now. You know, like that's uh, that's how you sell a book. Because to me, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. It just seems a bit grabby. Yeah. And it's just that nobody thought Contagion was going to be much. Most people went, ugh, zombies. And it's just been fun. It's just it, it's just a nice yeah. little. And nothing seems to be like, okay, the Fantastic Four going straight in at the That's the biggest is, one. Is the, yeah. It's the biggest, like, oh my, you know, why? But <laughs> it's, it doesn't really matter because it's like we hand wave those kinds of things in comics all the time. And it's going to be undone. The setup. And it was done straight away as part of the setup. Yeah. So it's just like, and and because you need the thing involved, and if you're gonna get the thing involved, you know the first people he's gonna call is the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and like it's gonna so, be undone anyway because this is in canon. So of course. Um. Yeah, and like it, DC DC takes itself so seriously, it's very um, seriously, especially very for what it is. Yeah. And uh, you know, and this is also giving like it's also predictable DC, whereas this is giving um, well, except for um. Minus spoilers, do you mind? Uh, I don't mind, no. Okay, well, Batman Batman getting taken out in, like, the second issue was the biggest surprise DC's had, but it's, like, the only surprise it's had. Uh, but, like, can, you know, this this also just... It's, like, yeah, it's a horror miniseries at Zombies, but... I also think but... the fact that um, Deceased is an alternate universe... Yeah. ...just takes a lot of the stakes away from me, because, like you said, if, if Batman gets taken out, I'm like, yeah, but it's not... Batman in the universe I'd be reading, so... I'm glad yeah. it's not the main universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you know what I mean. So it's yeah. Just like, yeah, so, uh, all right. But uh, this... Just, it's not mine. But yeah, this one is fun. For a lot of fans of the characters in Contagion as well, because, like, you know, we got, we got like, the, the B to D list party going on here, and it's just... Ignore the fact that it's a zombie story. It's just a nice mini-event with these characters, and we get to see mm-hmm. them do stuff, you know? Like, even if it wasn't a zombie story, it's just nice to have well-written, you know, our characters and, like, well-written dialogue and stuff, and just seeing them do stuff. Because a lot of these guys mm-hmm. don't have books. Yeah, um, exactly. I think that is one of the things I really like about it, is pulling together people who aren't being seen a lot at right now. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, it's a Halloween thing, but I don't consider it, like, an equivalent to Marvel Zombies or anything. Sure, it has the infection storyline, but I'm just enjoying this like, event. It doesn't, re- it doesn't re- read like horror at all. No. Well, I mean, I'm just looking at the first page of this next issue. Some of the art does, but it's not a horror book. Because like a lot of the bad guys they fight could be horror characters, but it's it's more. Oh yeah, look at Doctor Strange villains. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you're right. The first page is straight from horror. Having said that, of issue three, Uh, so we see the hospital's been infected. Basically, is the nicest way I can describe that, but with fantastic, gruesome horror art. Yeah. Oh, and the cover we'll briefly mention too is Jessica Jones and Pay. Pay. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, I oh, know it's one of them's like completely wrong, and but I just keep forgetting which one's completely wrong. But it's Pay. Um. Yeah. So yeah, and she's got a little mini Iron Fist lit up. Um. Yeah. And Jessica mini Jones. Iron Fist. She's just small. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a normal Iron Fist, but she's small. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they've got these creepers coming towards them. Yeah. Like vines. Creepers. Yeah. And we have, like, this... The chick in the hospital bed, and there's, like, just the gross fungal... Yeah, this but is this like one a... actually looks like a tree or vines coming out of it. So yeah. This is the first kind of almost tree-like aspect. Well, this is kind of like from a Nasty Swamp Thing comic. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's absolutely horror. Yeah. Um, 
and then you get to see all around the hospital. Oh, and God. The... the guy that was the source of it. And you go back to what Danny said, and the little caption is, this is really, really bad. Like, the guy the guy who brought her in and all the stuff coming out of him yeah. with, like, bubbles, that actually is making my skin crawl. <laughs> it's really... It it triggers that, um, you know, that kind of phobia with, like, yeah, holes yeah. and stuff. It's kind of triggering that in me, um, which is, like, I'm impressed. Uh, good work for creeping me out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we go back, and uh, the urchin is, like, using sorcery on them, I think. Trying yeah, to. Uh, he's got Doctor Strange. He's got flames going on. But it's no chance to and match for Kung Fu, I guess. he's got Reed Stretchy going on. Uh, <laughs> like, it's, who's it? The thing saying, yeah, you keep saying that about being <laughs> like, bad. am I wrong? Like, Danny's like, am I wrong? <laughs> and Sparrow's, no, I'd agree, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's clearly like Reed's voice or whoever. Yeah, Reed's voice. Um, coming from the thing uh, from Urchin saying, Ben, why are you doing this to us? So they're trying to like guilt trip him. Yeah, and this is a different artist, I'm pretty sure. I think so, yeah. Because um, I, I think issue two has really strong art, and like this art's still good. Um, but let's let's have a look here. It was great in the hospital, for example. Maybe this action isn't quite as strong. Okay, so Mark Chater and Steven Segovia are the artists for issue three. The writer is Ed Brisson. Colorists of Veronica Gandini and Andrew Grossley. Uh, cover artists are Juan Jose Rip and Jesus. Hazer. Uh, no. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Abertov. Oh my god. Um, and I'm just going to check the credits for issue two real quick. And I'll see if they. Are there credits for issue two? There are. There are a few pages in. We should have paused and given them that. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. So, okay, so so the artist, like, there's two artists for issue two. Uh, issue three, right. sorry. Issue three has two artists. Issue two just had the one. Um, and uh, one of them is the same artist. But, yeah. I guess it's a weekly book, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I was I was reading uh, Stumptown uh-huh. the other day, uh, the Greg Rucker thing. and um, Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, uh, at the end of each issue was like a long interview with the artist, and man, he like, I'm not saying he's bad, but like he took a long time to draw that book. Like he said, like a page or like a panel or something could take him like one to two days, uh, like of drawing, and I'm just like, wow, mm-hmm. this is like a weekly book, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, for sure. yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, fighting, kung fu fighting, zombie fighting, and, yeah. uh, the thing uh, knocked out. to guilt them, yeah. The urchin. Yes, he did, finally. Yeah, uh, and this... got too much, and <laughs> Danny's like, dude, I think you just killed it. Sparrow's saying that he's dead. Uh. Like, the thing hit him so hard that he killed him. Yeah. And he's wor- the thing is worried that since he killed the urchin, he may like, have killed if- all the people in it. Yeah, uh, Marvel Universe would be a bit thinner, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the Avengers are still fine though. Just enough time to give Ben a, a bit of angst. That's a really nice page where they show the smoking part oh, yeah. with all the damage, and then Ben just looking really sad. Yeah. 
That's really nice. See, so art-wise, I think, yeah, hit and miss, but this Old one's Man really ben nice. When. Yeah. Old Man Iron Fist 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they should do, like, Old Man stories for, like, a bunch of characters. Funnily enough, somebody was just saying, like, now that you know they've done, a, they did Old Man Quilt, and somebody was saying, like, who would you like your next, the next one to be? They did Old Man Quill, really? Huh. Yeah. Was it, it the same universe as Old Man out. Logan, or just... Uh... I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also, they did Old Man Hawkeye as well, didn't they? Yeah. Who died in Old Man Logan? Um, yeah, so it made sense, because at least he had a big role in Old Man Logan. Yeah. Just... But yeah, they did Quill, and somebody's like, ooh, who do you think they'll do next? So, wish I had suggested, like, the thing, because that would actually be very, very mm. cute. <laughs> cute, well. <laughs> have, uh... I don't know, it's just like, yeah, it's just interesting, because we like to see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. I can't remember if you see Iron Fist clothes or anything in Old Man Logan. I don't think you do. I know, like, pretty no, much Daredevil, Punisher, Spider-Man are dead. Uh, so, uh, Ben's talking to the Avengers. He's like, well, he got uh, Doctor Strange. And they're just filling him in on the situation. And so Iron Man's coming to Manhattan. Because uh, they need another big brain. Because the yep. previous big brain. Where's Spider Man? The other big brains keep being eaten. Look, Spider Man's doing Spider Man thing. He's okay. probably tied up with the Carnage event. Well, so's everyone, but like, that, well, who knows? I'd ask where Daredevil is, but, you know, Daredevil's probably just, I don't know. Doing Daredevil's something. not daredeviling at the moment, so. Oh, okay. Well, maybe uh, that's. Because Spider Man's a big brain. He is, but let's just assume Spider Man's doing something else. <laughs> who knows? He's trapped in. Maybe he'll come in another issue and get infected. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then we go to Luke's and Jessica's apartment, and I love this. I love this first panel. I love how Iron Fist is like, hey, so... cut it out. Um. <laughs> well, I tell you what I love about the panel is you've got in the background Pay and Danny playing, or Pay watching while Danny's playing with a doll. Then in the near background, you have Sparrow with her head in her, with her like hand on her chin watching Jessica giving Danny a hard time for getting Luke eaten. Well, is watching <laughs> the right term? or? <laughs> well, oh yeah, she has a bandage on, but she's clearly, I, to me, she just looks like she's enjoy, having fun. Yeah. The, uh, being in on this action. And, you know, like Jessica's like, you, you know, it's exactly what you would do to someone you knew well. And she's saying, you know, like, you dragged him into this, you know, you're fighting. And he's like, you know, and then, and then, they hug and he's kind of he looks like he's laughing while he's all smiling at least when he says i'm sorry and she's like i hate you and danny's i hate me too right now but they have they're hugging as they say it so, so that's like the other thing is you know i'm like that. again i'm bringing up dc's just because a lot of people are comparing them and i'm like well you know dc's as i said it's just so everyone's so much more like you know there's no hugging there's no good moments in dc's yeah you know, like there's no moments like this, or like everything gonna be all right. Everyone's like, everyone's dead, everyone's dying. But uh, I'm only bringing up because I'm defending Contagion. Um, no, I understand that. I just I, I haven't really read any more of Deceased in the oh, first okay. issue. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I, you know, like so. Um, but I, yeah, I really, I, and I also like Jessica's. Like I just so I think the art steps up in this page because the colors very nice, uh, and even Jessica saying like, Daddy, you know. I want to. She wants to go see what's happening with Luke. So, 
Yeah. Uh, um, you know. And, and they 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 carry on the fight, and uh, Luke's like, "Oh yeah, Pay can stay and watch over Danny." <laughs> like just because no. I don't care. If she's a kung fu master. She's you know <laughs> she's still a yeah. child. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're watching Danny. Pay's coming with me, and it's like, yeah, Danny. It's probably not a terrible thing to look after the child of your best friend for a second. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. I, I guess Pei can go with Jessica, but... Yeah. Um, I like that um, Danny's grown up a little bit. What do you mean? Well, she's not a baby, which she keeps him to going back between... Oh, the I thought you meant, toddler. like, Danny is in Danny Rand. Oh, I was a bit sorry, confused. Sorry, <laughs> Danny sorry, I forgot they're both here. Yeah, I forgot she's named after him, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry, you're right. I should have been <laughs> all, clearer. It's all good. Uh, and then Jessica goes, Pay, you're coming with us. And she goes, Yay, after bedtime adventures are the best. I think some of this art's a bit weird, specifically Jessica's face. Uh, Danny's in that middle panel. Actually, the line work in the middle panel is rough. Mm. So we get one page I like, followed by one page I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. So great. I, guess, I guess the art being a bit inconsistent obviously makes sense because weekly schedule and yeah. two artists. Get a bit of Tony butt uh, while he's looking it, looking in on the bodies, and basically telling Ben not to worry. Yeah. And Tony should know since he's just come back from the dead, and so is Rody. But you know. Wow, I didn't even know he was dead. This <laughs> <laughs> is like I just yeah, it's kind of funny just like reading these books and just not keeping track of Marvel events because there's always some. Um, ridiculous stuff that you get the senses happening in the background with the characters but I'm just yeah. kind of like yeah alright whatever it's just another month in the Marvel Universe people are dead yeah. resurrections now mutants are growing out of plants or something I don't know whatever <laughs> and this is and here you get Ben because you know we forget Ben's also an intelligent guy saying can't you just send in some little nanobot things to remove the fungus you've got the tech and Tony says yeah I do but I'm not going to use it until I know what I'm dealing with because if we try and remove it without knowing the risks... It could kill them. Um, yeah. It could kill them, and I'm not willing to risk that. Um, he also gives a little and, speech about how, you know, they did what anyone would have done, and they all know that yeah. when they suit up, it could be the last time. No one knows that better than the Fantastic Four. I'm guessing the Fantastic Four have died before, I'm not sure. Um, I'm almost certain of it. Everyone has. That's true. Even Danny. Um, <laughs> sort of. Uh, but anyway. He needs um, plant food. They needed plant food. Yeah, they needed him to just, like, feed them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that delicious cheese. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so apparently it, the fungus is taking control of them and it's, like, preserving them. Yeah. Wrapped around them from the inside, so it's really covering all their organs and stuff. And he's, you know... Yeah, so uh, Ben didn't kill the urchin. The fungus had already hollowed him out by the time he hit him. So the fungus is using him as like a food source. Yeah. And, well, the urchin was affected for a week. It's a long time. Yeah. But yeah. it's good. So uh, then we you know, go to the quarantine section in the hospital. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... They just get out of bed and, like, start walking away. Oh, because I'm guessing that's uh, the new urchin, I suppose. Because it, it talks. And it starts wandering off. So I'm guessing it's the urchin's new host. Which would actually explain the cover of issue 5. 
Yes. Because uh, we noticed, like, it's a girl on the cover, and yes. this looks like the person that's on that cover, so... It does look uh, bit, yeah. I don't think this is anyone in particular. I think it's just a random person. Yeah, um, I think it's just a random person as well. So we get and to then, uh, kind of love-hate character for me. Um, like I, I think it's... like I like him. I just didn't always like how he was used. I was, like, for, for what it's worth, I was happy to see him show up here. Yeah. I thought I never thought I'd see him again, um, but Ed Brisson really yeah. is pulling out all the stops of uh of having read everything. So. Yeah, so and so we should we should name him. We're back at Senor, oh, Senor Magico. Magico. Uh, I am yeah. so Carl's on call at work, so I am sorry he's not here for the return of Senor Magico. Yeah, because uh, he would, but hopefully he'll be here for the next one. So yeah. And, uh, <laughs> of course, Danny has taken Danny Cage out with him because he's yeah. the least trustworthy babysitter in the business. He's not a babysitter. He's a champion of Kumbh. <laughs> <laughs> well, as is being shown. He wasn't yeah. very good at babysitting pay either. No. Frankly. So, um, yeah. So you're right. He is a champion of Kunlun, but he did promise to stay with Danny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and... Uh, but he's but he also tells Danny to lie to her mum if she <laughs> Bless him though. Many people have been in this situation. But he th- he's thought of something that could help and he wants to do it. Yeah. And a phone call wouldn't work. I mean I haven't been in the situation, boring. but uh, I'm sure there's fungal no. apocalypses everywhere. No, but... no, but you know what I mean like but a situation where you I don't know, whatever. But yeah, of course a phone call wouldn't work. because phone calls are inherently not interesting in comics. So Danny's explaining the situation to Senor Magico, and uh, who's he's having a card game. Strange. He's having a card game, yeah. With the League of like International going, Magic Practitioners. Yeah, he says you're in luck, Danny. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm pissed, and we get to see the International League of the League of International Magic Practitioners. So are and these guys? A bunch. Are these guys new, or have they I been? Think new. I think okay. they are. I don't know. I'm. Everyone, like, feel free to get in touch about anything. Yeah. But especially we're wrong. if we should have known who all these people are. Oh, Carl probably would have known if they're real. If Maybe they're I need up. to start talking about how Iron Fist should be white again so we can get some more responses. Let's uh. carry on. <laughs> um, and then Danny points out that their acronym would be LIMP. And <laughs> the Neil Magico's like, Maybe I shouldn't help you. Yeah. Um, and so Danny like withdraws his snark and uh, tells them what's up. And they go back to Yancey Street, and Jessica and Pei are <laughs> putting in the uh, punching up guys to get information. And Sparrow's there too, as well, because uh, she's yes. gonna go with Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange got uh, infected. So Punched. yeah, uh, they're essentially just beating up looters. Um. Because they're, they're actually... Yeah, that's right, because she went to see Luke, and there was a bunch of yeah. looters there. So, uh, yeah, maybe trying to see Doctor Strange's wallet. And these are clearly the Russian bros from Hawkeye, My Life is a Weapon. Uh, because they're using bro a lot. So, oh. if you know Hawkeye, My Life is a Weapon, it seems the people that are being beaten up are the Russian mob guys. Yeah, and... Uh, they're all despairing, you know. Jessica Jones is like, how do we fix this? Yeah, we can, right? We can fix him. He'll be okay. Don't worry, Jessica Jones. We'll find a way. We always do. And Elektra, the Punisher, and the White Tiger are there. And, uh, and Black Tarantula. Black Tarantula. And uh, 
What are you guys going to do? Shoot it? <laughs> Can we just say that the look on Pei's face when they all arrive is like, yeah. oh my god. I mean, like, I just, that would have been a more effective intro if there was someone who might have an idea of what's going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, these guys are, like, just a bunch of, like... They're just a bunch of people who've come to help, and that's yeah. what matters. If, like, someone, you know, like, uh, I don't know, someone mystical came up, but, you know, whatever. Uh, and, like, it's a, that's like a real end of the issue shot, but it's not actually the end right? of the issue. and it's not the end of the issue. Then we get Signor Magico's limp people <laughs> are setting up a, uh, barrier. Yeah. Protection barrier. Um, I'm assuming they use salt or something. Yeah, because we, we watch Supernatural, yeah. so we're guessing it's salt. <laughs> Um, well, salt's a real thing. Well, quote unquote, no. real thing. Um, I, yeah, of course. I know. I really am assuming it's salt, but it's just yeah. a bag of something. I mean, it could be like concrete powder. It's some sort of powder, and it could or could be white or grey. But um, I, they don't say what it is, but we're going to assume salt. So they cast a spell, and a big barrier comes up around them. Uh, because Magigo is like, I'm not that, like that punk Doctor Strange. <laughs> that overrated hack, Doctor Strange. Um, yeah. And then we have uh, Iron Man flying away from the Sanctum Sanctorum towards a big white light. And he's like, and his, magic. Uh, his armor has stuff growing like out of it. like a bit of contagion. Uh, I'm not going to ask how that works. Not going to ask how it works either. Um, maybe, like, is his armor made of metal, or is it actual, like, nanobites or something that could uh, be infected? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure of the new one. I'm sure it has some sort of nano system, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure with the current one. Well, I don't know if they discussed it in detail, but... Either way, he's heading back to Avengers Mountain. Either way, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so we cut back to... Electra and stuff, and she's like, thanks, it was too late. You know, the thing already beat the monster that caused this, all that stuff now is figuring out how to clean up the mess it made, and then uh, Moon Knight is like, what, I didn't get an invite to join the bargain basement uh, Avengers? I'm insulted. <laughs> so, you know. And Jessica's like, like I told the others, uh, you're too late. Unless you're carrying some sort of gadget to treat these people, there's no one left to punch. Yeah, and if uh, Moon Knight's like, well, if Ben Grimm punched a bad guy into oblivion, what the hell is currently... What the hell is the monster currently ripping up Penn Station? And, and being uh, hit by the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, the Wrecking Crew are fighting it, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, to it be continued. So and, that's uh, the woman from the hospital, spored up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And they're fighting her. And, yeah, so we have Moon Knight and the others have entered the building. Yep. Uh, Hooray for Moon Knight. Listen to the Into the Moon Knight podcast. Oh, yeah, Ray's Into the Night Moon Knight podcast. And, and uh, next... mine. Oh, yes, and yours, sorry. Shh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seriously. I'm, it's Your late, okay? Showing. This is my third <laughs> recording today. Um, so, next is Contagion 4, and on the cover is Moon Knight with spores going all over him it's i guess we'll see next week yeah we shall see what the impact is of that yes we already know because we've read it yeah and you probably do if you've read it as well but if you haven't then you don't yeah um so yeah it's it was good not as good as uh issue two 
but you know it's still fun that no one got i think it's got a little bit sort of mid-event feel yeah there's there's always a kind of thing because you've got like issue one is always the setup issue two you're like way we're getting going issue three is like pause for either everything to go wrong Issue four is like start of the solution. Yeah. Issue five, big fight. And I think it's very much following expected path. Three's still good. Four lost me a bit, but we'll talk about four. Well, it didn't lose me. I just think it's the weakest one so far. Um, but like, we'll talk about that next week when we talk about it. Um, so that means, yes, there'll be an episode next week. We'll be talking about the rest of Contagion. Uh, so issues four and five. I quite look forward to how this is going to be resolved. And, uh, you know, I've been enjoying this so far. It's a good good event for us guys who like, you know, Iron Fist, Moon Knight, Jessica Jones, Pei, uh, Senor Magico. <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting It's just people you don't see as much. I mean, I yeah. But the nice thing is they don't ignore the big hitters, apart from Spider-Man. I mean, like, you're right, that is actually a bit of a gap. Um, but, uh, yeah. They don't like they they accept that these other people are around. Yeah. Um. You know, and carry on with it. So um. Yeah. I guess we'll see you next week. Hopefully, all three of us. So until next time, don't touch the weird fungal virus. Put a hazmat suit on, and even then, I don't know, man. Just call like, call someone else. Just um, stay away from plants. Yeah. And don't don't let Danny babysit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Peace out. Alright, take care, bye bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at Sons of the Dragon Podcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really, it doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. 